Hello, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning into the Village Wealth Management Podcast. I'm doing the intro because Isaiah's took about eight takes and can't get it. I can't get it right. <laughs> keep practicing. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on. but So anyways, today I want to talk about deviation. Okay. Not standard deviation in your portfolio, although that's important as well, but deviation in your life. So Maxwell Maltz wrote the book Psycho-Cybernetics. And, and, and uh, I think that's an interesting, it's a very good book to, to kind of break down the thought process of, of how we think. But the other, the other thing is, is, you know, when you understand a, cyper, a psycho or a cybernetic mechanism, what it's doing is it's measuring the deviation from the set goal. Okay, so a thermostat or an autopilot or whatever you want to look at. It says, hey, the autopilot's saying we got to run a, a 165 heading. And as soon as the airplane starts to go to a 163 heading or 164, whatever it's the mechanism set to, to deviate from, it immediately corrects and starts coming back. So it's constantly measuring the deviation from the set goal. The thermostat in the room set at 70 degrees. You open the door. Uh, it's cold outside and the temperature drops. It immediately fires up the furnace and brings the temperature back up. So that's a, cy a cybernetic mechanism. We have those in our brains. Uh, I mean, it's just because we're born with them. You know, we know kind of where we need to go. Uh, just just watch a watch a kid ride a bike. You know, and say drive down. The, you know, you can see there's constant corrections and balances and things like that to get to you know to, to maintain that goal of maintaining balance and going that direction. And that's just that natural reaction that's keeping them afloat and on that, that path. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So, and, and and whatever your goal is, whatever it might be, uh, there's a there deviation is uh, a distraction. But it happens. There's no such thing as a perfect world, a perfect vacuum where we can set it up and say, voila, there's our goals. That's why that's why setting goals and, and, and achieving goals and going through life and having any any level of success in life and success could mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, whatever it might be. Uh, you're going to have to master the deviation process. When you mean master, you're talking like keeping more on track and not getting so skewed off and, and letting distractions pull pull you one way or another? All the above, yes. Okay. Yep. So one of the things, I, I, we go to that back to this all the time, it's awareness. So I, we were just talking with you about some things, and you're like, man, I didn't realize how much that, that happened because you were deviating and re did not recognize the deviations in your thought process. Yeah. And then I, I said, hey, you're, you, you, you deal with that, you know? Yeah. And you're, you're kind of a negative person sometimes, yeah. you know? And boy, when you recognize that, you're like, oh my goodness, you know what? I'm aware of the deviation now. Yeah. You know, the mechanism was, it was, it was, you had, you had a mechanism, but you had them set up way out here, you know, yeah, and your goal, were, yeah, you had yeah. this wide, you know, recorrection process. So if you hit the wall over there, you're like, well, man, that was negative thinking that got me here. It's like, yeah, but you could have fixed that so much sooner by adjusting some of these little tiny deviations. So awareness is the first step of, of catching a deviation. Most yeah. people aren't even aware. Well, I would say that was my my biggest problem, I think, and, until you said something to me. And I was like, I didn't even think of just saying just little negative thoughts here and there. And, and not that they were big things, but it's just it's enough to throw you off and, you're, and kind of change your mindset for the whole day. And that's where I was getting off track, and it would take me half the day to get back on track. I couldn't yep. figure out where I was. Yep. And I was in that, that, that routine, that habit, until you're like, hey, man, yeah. <laughs> like – Stop saying negative stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then you, you, you called me out, and, and I'm like, and that's where it take it took me a lot to swallow my ego, swallow my pride, and be like, yep, you're right. I, I, now I see it, and I'm willing to work on it because that's I, I just want to keep being better and better and better. And that's a, you know, swallowing the ego is, is a tough thing for, I think, more guys in general, people yep. in general. But, um, and that's where, uh, you know, you brought that awareness to me, and 
hopefully I'm trying to bring those parameters in of that deviation, I think. Yep. And then you have, and, and so the next thing after, after you're aware that there's the deviation in your life, whatever the goal is, I want to be a better husband. I want to make money. I want to have a run a marathon. I want to lose 20 pounds, whatever the case is. Once you recognize the deviation, then you have to overcome the uh, resignation. And so uh, when I, what's funny is you show, you see, see a little kid and you give them uh, something like a, a real hard jar to open or whatever. Uh, they resign quickly. They, they look at it, look at it a little bit and they're like, oh, I give up. So we are, uh, we, we are built in our brains to try something and resign. You know, if it doesn't work, well, that's it. We're done. You know? And, and when we, when we fall off that track, it's like, well, what's the use, you know? And that's, that is something that you have to, you have to develop the skill of getting rid of that, res, uh, that re resignation. Mm. And, and, you know, um, you, I, I use the aviation analogy because that's what I like to do. I like to fly. One of the things yeah. that I found out what it helped me dramatically on my landings was an old timer told me, he said, Mark, it's pretty simple. Just make the airplane do what you want it to do yeah. all the way till it stops. Quit stopping flying the airplane. Quit resigning. Quit saying, well, it's going to blow me this way. And you just stop. And he said, of course, it's going to blow you that way. You're going to leave the runway. You know, and I'm like, well, is it really that easy? The next time I made up my mind, no, I will fight this thing all the way to the bitter end until, and I landed and it was worked out. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. You know, right. I was resigning before I, before I even recognized I was resigning. And so what happens is whenever we have deviation, so here's the thing back to, we were just talking yesterday about some other things in our lives that we're like, man, you know, I'm recognizing this stuff. And then, and then what happens is you know, we could become overwhelmed with the insurmountable task of saying, all I ever do is I get back on the rails and I fall off this side. Then they get back. It's like trying to walk on a really greasy, shiny pole. I got to, you know, tiptoe across on. It's like, well, I keep slipping, you know, it's like yeah. constant. Yeah. Well, and you want to just say whatever, you know, and you want to resign. And you and what happens when you resign, you fall deeper and deeper into that deviation. Mm. And to the point where you you'll either lose faith that that process will even work, that goal is even worth it, or you're just going to, you know, just, just reset the goal completely and just say, well, I'm just going to resign to be this, you yeah. know? So once you're aware, beware of the resignation because that is a very dangerous and slippery slope. And every human being has an internal mechanism in our, and we have to unlearn it and we have yeah. to relearn is we just want to stop and give up, you know, because yeah. we, from the time we're born, that's what we want to do. We just like, oh, that's too much. Here you go. You, you take it, dad, you know? So how do you make the resignation go away, you know, quicker? I mean, is that just... You know, knowing where you want to go with the goal yeah. and, and just keep working on that and yeah. saying, you know, giving up is not an option. Like, you just got to keep going at it. Yep. And where I got to go yesterday, uh, you know, my youngest one wanted a, a pickle and she couldn't open the pickle jar. And she's like, she just grabbed the pickle jar and said, Dad, open, please open the please. And I'm like, I appreciate using your manners. That was yeah. number one. But you, you got to try to open it. Like, and I, I honestly didn't want to open it because I can't stand the smell of pickle. So I'm like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, you figure it out if you want a pickle bad enough, you'll do it. But, you know, that that's, you know, and it's a little extreme with, you know, trying to twist a jar you know, for a two year old. But. You know, at what point do you say, okay, what, if she wants that pickle bad enough, does she keep trying at it? You know, I mean, where's well, that She can slam it on shift? the ground, break the break the jar, and, and then you got pickle juice to clean up. Yeah, yeah. She can I, eat the whole jar of that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, for someone, you know, I guess in the older ages, you know, where we kind of customize and, and give up, you know, we've learned, you know, this this practice of giving up and, and kind of walking away from stuff. I'm like, well, that's a little too hard. I'd probably, it's a waste of time at this point. You know, it's, yeah. not, it's not really doing anything for me. I think that goes back to the why. You, you have, I think you have to say, you know, like for example, when you're, when I'm laying in that airplane, it's like, oh no, it's going to stay on the runway and it's going to come to a complete stop where I could taxi it safely to the hangar. And because 
that's what I, I have no option. You know, when, whenever I'm on that final step, there is nothing else that matters. It doesn't matter if, if my yeah. tail's on fire, if it doesn't matter, if you know, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters at that point. It is 100% focus, 100%, and I'm going to land the airplane, yeah. you know? Uh, so um, that why is very clear and very obvious, right? And then, um, you know, it's easier to stay on task. Now, that's a, that, that whole process is, what, 30 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> so that's easy. Now, it's a di- much more difficult process when you're saying, hey, I want to lose 20 pounds or I want to be a better thinker. I always don't, I don't want to have these negative. And you're constantly going back to that emotional home that Ed Milet talks about. He yeah. said, you know, we, we have these emotional homes that we feel comfortable in. Maybe it's conflict. Maybe it's negativity. Maybe yeah. it's positivity, hopefully, you know. Yeah. And so you have to disassemble, like we were saying yesterday, I have to disassemble some houses that my brain likes to go into. And I say, no, I'm going to, I'm going to demolish that house. Unfortunately, it doesn't go with a, you know, with a big excavator. I have to take it down piece by piece. Yeah. And so I could plant grass on that lot and say that no longer exists. My brain cannot go there because that house, I've disassembled it. It's gone. I have to stay in this house now. You know, that's not home. like the snap of a finger kind of no. thing. You don't just tear that house down because we don't have the equipment to do that. So it's just yep. like this is a trained thought or process. And you're going to deviate brain. back to that yep. all the time. Yep. You know, and that's the pro, and that that's this life. That's how we're we're built. And that gets frustrating though, because I'm oh, like, you, I go there quite a bit, and I'm like, ah, I don't like that, and I ignore yep. it. But it's just ignoring it doesn't really address it or start tearing it down as well, too. So, yep. yeah. So back to your question about how do you overcome resignation on that? Well, when you're in that home, in that nasty house that you didn't want to be there, you have to. You, I, I go back to that reverse engineering. This is how I I go back to it. I say, wait a minute. Okay, I'm here. All right, I don't want to be here. This is not the right place for me to be at in my head. Yeah, uh, I have to get out of here, you know, because I know if I stay here long enough, then and then you, then you just, I mean, you, you kind of reverse engineer. If I stay here long enough, this is who I will become. Yeah. This thing will become my permanent jail. You know, I won't be able to get out of it. You know, I'll be negative all the time. I'll be pessimistic all the time. I'll be expecting the next thing to happen to me all the time. Sure. I got to get out of here. And so by using that thought process, it gives me the motivation to step back up, dust myself off and say, all right, I'm out, you know, and yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'll pull another board out, I'll pull another nail or whatever, and I'm getting out of here. I'm going off to the other side, you know, to, to, to go the other direction, you yeah. know. So that's the, you know, you have to, you have to kind of look and, and look at the end first and say, what, what's this going to do for me, you know, long term? Yeah. How is this going to respond? How's, how's my life going to look if I stay here? Yeah. You know, so that to me is helpful that more as a lesson kind of, the, yep. you know. But here the key is not when you when I find myself there, I've deviated too far. I want to catch that before I ever go. I just want to know, hey, you're turning down that street again. Whoa. Get out of here. Come on. Yeah. You know, and that's when you're better, you know. But but again, you know, you know, we, we all look for that perfect balance in life. There is no perfect balance in life. It does not exist. Yeah. You know, you you're gonna have to constantly be recorrecting, 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 whether it's in your your spiritual life, whether it's in your family life, whether it's in your fitness life, whether it's in your health, yeah. all the time. We're constantly recorrecting those things. Yeah. You know, so that's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, but recognizing the deviation, that's the thing. Don't forget to mind, be mindful of that deviation. And the shorter you make those corrections, the much more efficient you are, the faster you'll get down that road to your goal, whatever that goal is. When you talk about the deviation, my question with that is, do you have like one overall deviation just for your life in general? Or are you talking about the different topics of, you know, your family business and all that? Are you just saying this is kind of where I want to go? My end result of, you know, who I want to be, who I want to be representative of, you know, at the very end. Yep. So, I mean, it's just kind of one overall deviation kind of fits into one, you know, plan. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I'll break it down. And that goes back to the eulogy when we wrote our eulogies. And it's kind of where my mind went. Yeah. And- I'll, yeah. write, I'll read that once like, a this month. This is who I want to be. This is the yep. end person. What do I have to do to stay on track to be this? And I cannot read that without saying I've deviated yeah. every single time. Maybe I should read it every day. I read it once a month. Yeah. You know, because I don't want to be that morbid. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe it'd be healthy to, to read it every day. Yeah. And I probably should. But, uh, you know, that every single time I read that, I recognize, hey, you're not doing what you say you want to do as a father or as a husband or as a business person or as an individual, you know, just in society, you know, and I have to keep going back to that and saying, Nope, I got to deviate. So I look at other areas. Now, you know, what's interesting to me is I'll, I'll exceed in one area and be like, man, I am dead on target. And then I look at the other areas of my life because it's not a perfect balance and I've fell off the rail. So you focus more on the one and you kind of forgot about the other. And I rush over here and work on that one, you know, constant repair almost and trying to pull it back. Yep. And anybody who's getting multiple things done, they're a dad, they're a husband, they're a business person, um, they you know, uh, volunteer at their church or whatever. When you have multiple hats, you will not maintain a perfect zero deviation life. It does not exist. Get that out of your head. Yeah. And that, I guess it. when you recognize, when you start that journey and you recognize, it's like, it's like someone wants to lose 20 pounds. Okay, guess what? Your stomach's going to growl. You're going to eat food you don't feel like eating, and you're going to work out through sore muscles and mornings you don't feel like getting up. Just understand that now, recognize that now, and accept it now. You're going to be better off. And that's what I'm saying. Deviation, don't don't get blown off the rails by that. Don't get just so beat up about it. But, you know, if you can start correcting it and being aware of it and saying, I'm deviating, I'm deviating, and recorrect. It's okay. That's what life is all about. Mm. But you got to be aware of it, and you can't resign. There's no resignation. Absolutely not. Don't give up. Just stay, keep going back. I don't care how far off the rails you go. Get back up. Get back on. Now, now, my last question, is this something that, you know, you, you read your eulogy, you said it kind of keeps you on your deviation track. Is this something like you tell your wife about, you know, the ultimate journey? And it's it, like, for example, so you, so you kind of told me when I was kind of getting off my, my deviation, you kind of know my deviation. So as far as an accountability partner, do you have somebody that you're telling and saying, hey, hey, well, hold on. I see you kind of going off track because I don't think sometimes we don't recognize if we're getting off track. And, and I know that's what the ultimate goal is to recognize when yourself is getting off that deviation of your yep. ultimate plan. Yeah, I think, um, well, you know, great teams, you know, you look at look at the Navy SEALs, look at the Super Bowl winners, look at good look at winning teams. And there's an accountability in there. They, they'll call you out. They'll be like, man, you're not playing. Yeah. Where's your head at? Come on, let's go. We we got this. We got to get this done. Yeah. You know? And and they're and they'll they'll they will keep you. It's much easier not to deviate as wide when you're on a team working towards a process. Like oh. even in our office, we know that. You know, yeah. when we're when we're working as a team, you know, you know, uh, congruently working, man, we hold each other accountable. Yeah. So I believe in that. If you can do that, my problem is is I have I'm very. I don't have very many friends you know, that I could that I could talk to. I just don't. So I, my wife, you are probably the. Here you go, Isaiah. Well, I think when it comes to this it. deep stuff, like I don't, I don't open up, and a lot of people aren't accepting of that, and that, and that's just yeah. reality. I mean, a lot of yeah. people don't want to go into the deviation or the, the goal yeah. setting because it's uncomfortable, and, and it's taken a lot for me to learn in the last three years of how to kind of open my mind up, and you know, back to when you say, well, what's your vision? What's your vision board? And I'm like, I, when I first came here, I. I had no idea. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I was always say, you know, I'm happy with what I have, you know, and, and yeah. don't ask for more and kind of just go about a life. So, I mean, you know, so that's the other thing as men, society has, we've created this macho 
you know, men, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't struggle with nothing. I don't struggle. You know, I don't ask for help. Absolutely. I know everything kind yeah. of thing. I'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't need you. And I'm macho and I agree with that. And I think masculinity is a good thing. God put it in us as men to be masculine, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, it takes, it takes more masculinity, more yeah. confidence That's to look a guy in the face and say, man, I'm struggling with this and put it on the table and say, there it is. It's ugly. I got to deal with yeah. it. You know, well, that I think guy the first, is strong. The first time you do that, I think it's the hardest time because it's yeah. like you feel about this big and you're like, man, my manhood just went out the, the yeah. window. And I'm like, but at the end of it, I mean, it's so rejuvenating. Absolutely. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, that now you can work felt on very it. good. Like, yeah. you know, and then you feel yourself just, uh, you know, slingshot ahead. Yeah. So cool. Yep. 